welcome to the ISBA BursaCast. This podcast is here to bring you the very latest on operational and regulatory issues impacting independent schools today. This episode is going to bring you a number of new updates regarding topics such as RAC, the new Data Navigator app with Barnett Waddingham and the limited time premium access, which we'll get into later, along with the newly appointed Bursa Group meetings. These are a great opportunity to discuss topics such as strategic planning, finance, estates management and clerk to governor's roles, along with other things. We'll get onto that shortly. We will also be discussing the DfE's letter to school leaders on school attendance and mild illness and discuss a little bit about the Educare Anaphylactic Shock Module before hearing about advice and guidance questions and answers for this week. And while this is going to be a common or garden, as it were, BursaCast, tomorrow, Friday, we have a very exciting Friday focus with, with transport solutions business, Zelo. So make sure to tune into that to hear about what they can offer the independent sector. So, following updated guidance on the management of RAC in schools, colleges and maintained nursery schools, the DfE has published the list of settings with confirmed RAC. Read the guidance via their website. In addition, you may find the following resources helpful to support your communications on this issue. These include the DfE Education Hub. Here there is everything you need to know about the new guidance on RAC in education settings, along with a template letter for settings that are unsure if they have RAC or who can confirm that they do not have RAC in any of their spaces to share with parents and carers. There is guidance and information, which includes a list of settings with confirmed RAC, guidance for schools and colleges. There are a number of resources in the ISPA bulletin that will go over guidance and information. And within the ISPA's reference library, we have a how-to guide on RAC. I mentioned it earlier, but we'll go into detail about it here. There is a limited time free premium access to Data Navigator with a new forecasting functionality. Since we launched ISBA's Data Navigator alongside Barnett Waddingham at the ISBA conference in May, we've been delighted at the interest shown by schools across the country. We have over 200 schools currently involved with it and many more taking the surveys to partake. Many bursars are using the tool and have given positive feedback, such as I am impressed by all the information that I can access. I think it will be very helpful for planning purposes. And this looks like a great resource, and one that will be hugely useful for us going forward. We are now excited to announce that the Data Navigator for Schools benchmarking dashboard has been updated and enhanced with functionality for forecasting and scenario planning. We would like to hear your feedback about this enhancement and any suggestions you might have. To that end, we are giving all users free premium access until the 15th of October 2023. It was already possible to create a snapshot scenario to quickly see the impact of changing key income and expenditure metrics across fees, staff, pension costs and other expenditure. This gives you a point-in-time update which you can compare with your chosen benchmark group. The new functionality allows you to create five-year scenarios based on the data you have already provided by changing any of your key metrics for each of the five years, including changing pupils, fees, staff, running costs and more. Like all functionality in the tool, updates are instant and allow you to have an interactive conversation with your stakeholders. I hope all of this provides enough to encourage you to complete and submit your Data Navigator survey. But... If you do have any questions, then please get in touch at datanavigator 
at barnetwaddingham.co.uk. If you'd like to see a demo and watch the announcement, please head to the Barnet Waddingham website. Looking forward, I'd like to let you know about the ISBA's newly appointed bursars or NAB meetings. ISBA's group sessions for newly appointed bursars cover topics such as strategic planning, finance, estates management, the clerk to governor's role, the single central register, inspections, ISBA's tools and services and much more. The meetings offer an opportunity to build a network of peers, hear from a variety of speakers, ask questions and discover what you need to know about your new role, working in an independent school and how the ISBA can support you. The meetings for this term are as follows. Meeting 1, 2 until 3.15 on the 15th of September. Meeting 2, 11 till 12.15 on the 27th of September. Meeting 3, 3.30 till 4.45 on the 12th of October. Meeting 4, 10 till 11.15 on the 6th of November. Meeting 5, 2.30 until 3.45 on the 22nd of November. And meeting 6, 9.30 till 10.45 on the 4th of December. The meetings are ideal for bursars and or operations colleagues who are newer in post or who may have not worked in the independent sector before. If you would like to join NAB cohort number 10 and the first meeting will be tomorrow, please contact ISBA's membership co-manager CJ Wardaski on ISBAadmin at theisba.org.uk. In healthcare news, the chief medical officer and leading health professionals have written to schools to provide a clinical and public health perspective on mild illnesses and school attendance. They have shared useful information for schools to pass on to parents, including when it is appropriate for parents and carers to send their children to school with a mild illness. It has been brought to our attention that Educare has not updated their anaphylactic shock module in line with the MHRA guidance on the use of spare or emergency AAIs in schools, which was published in March 2023. It relates to the use of an AAI on pupils presenting with symptoms for the first time. As a significant number of staff in schools use Educare, this could possibly result in a delay in administering an AAI, which could have serious consequences, so please do alert your teams. And now, of course, on to the final section of the show, if I can call it that. Uh, Advice and guidance, queries and answers. These are the top three for this week. A little note in the margins here is please note the ISBA advice and guidance email address has now changed to advice at isba at theisba.org.uk. So question number one. Can you tell me whether ISBA's School Policies Tracker and Review Schedule Template will be updated now that we have the ISI Framework 2023? The ISBA School Policies Tracker and Review Schedule Template is now being replaced over the next few months by the ISBA app, which is currently being trialled and which your school may join at no additional charge for members, should you wish. Do email rexartain at advice3 at theisba.org.uk if you would like to be added to the trial. Feedback from all members is very welcome. In summary, the ISBA Inspections app will allow schools to keep all of their documents in one place with a diary management system that keeps your documents in date with a 60-day alert to members and will provide an eVault store to accommodate those documents that the ISI will adopt as part of the inspection regime for the Framework 2023 Plus Inspections.
In more detail, the app will also allow ISBA to alert member schools to changes that they need to make to their... In more detail, the app will also allow ISBA to alert member schools to changes that they need to make to their inspection documentation and provide within that information on every document required by ISI during the inspection of the school. This includes links to ISBA guidance or reference library documents, ISI requirements, useful reference documents and other relevant third-party information. Reflect the type of school and the ages of the children. A bird's eye view to clearly see which of your school's documents are missing, expired or awaiting review or require updating. There'll be an inspection-specific document management system with the ability for you to store, access and modify each of the documents at whichever frequency they require. There's a task management system alerting when your documents require revision, along with notifications about updated ISBA template policies and guidance, along with the inspection documentation, and when new template documents become available and linked to the areas in your inspection app library that needs reviewing as a result. There'll be a comprehensive search and filtering solution that I can promise you will work and an audit trail, a record of changes for all documents, allowing the ability to view the documentation as it was at the time for a particular year's inspection. Just to clarify, the app reflects the F23 format for sections and safeguarding, but each section reflects the regulations on which the inspection is based, i.e. the eight parts that constitute ISSR 2014, NMS and EYFS. Please see the ISI handbook and how each section maps the standards to Framework 2023 on pages 58 to 62. Quite a long answer there to question 1, but here's question 2. It has been suggested to me that it would be a good idea for staff to have the opportunity to stay after work on a Friday for a beer or glass of wine together. There is no budget for the school to fund this. However, I don't believe we can charge staff for alcoholic drinks without a license. Have you come across this before? Do schools take out a license to sell alcohol on an ad hoc basis? Well, I like the idea, and the answer is, many support the staff with such events and work round the alcohol licensing by providing free drinks, which is very much part of the wellbeing initiative. If you do charge for alcohol, and this is a regular event, you may wish to consider a premises license rather than a temporary event license. For information, the Alcohol Licensing Guidance for Temporary Events states, If you're organising a temporary event and want to serve or sell alcohol, provide late-night refreshment or put on regulated entertainment, you'll need to complete a temporary event notice. For the purposes of a TEN or temporary event notice, a temporary event is a relatively small-scale event attracting fewer than 500 people and lasting no more than 168 hours. If you are in England and Wales, you can apply for a temporary event notice online. Alternatively, you can download the postal form and guidance for a temporary event notice. The Charities Commission advice states, your charity can give alcohol away at events or meetings without a licence, but you must make it clear that the value of the alcohol is not included in any ticket price or entrance fee. And the final question is, do you have a model induction for staff policy, please? Yes, please see the following ISBA documents. The ISBA staff handbook and induction requirements. See page 17 in there. The ISBA induction of new staff in child protection. ISBA safer recruitment pack. 
and ISBA child protection and safeguarding policy. Sorry, there's lots of information getting thrown at you there, but it's all all good stuff. And ISBA's top tip of the week is that the ISBA has this week published its latest how-to guide on setting up a fees in advance scheme. Please read this together with our new fees in advance scheme, anonymized options and calculator. Links to those are in the most recent bulletin. On to some news from other associations. HMC is offering a free member briefing on the options available to charities in terms of governance and organisational structures. This is being led by Barney Northover, partner at VWV, and will take place from 4 to 5 on the Monday, the 18th of September. Looking forward, there is an older webinar, Protecting Your Reputation, Trends, Best Practice and Lessons from Recent Cases, on the 22nd of September 2023. A well-managed reputation is a key driver for a healthy student role. However, bursars face many challenges from the evolving risk landscape, health and safety incidents, the impact of poor student mental health, and changes in journalistic behaviour are all having an effect on how schools manage communications, while pressures on the sector as a whole have implications for every school. Join ALDA on Wednesday, the 27th of September, from 2 until 2.45, to hear from ALDA Managing Director, Tim Toolman and a specialist education partner and former director of external relations at HMC, Sue Bishop, on emerging trends, sector insights, and crisis communication best practice. There is a link to register in the recent bulletin. And to let you know about a few of these upcoming conferences that are happening, bookings are now open for this year's IAPS, Independent Schools, SEND conference, which takes place on the 17th of November in London. Full details of the conference, including how to book, can be found on the IAPS website. And looking forward to let you know about some of the one-day conferences, bookings are now open for the ISBA one-day conferences, providing sector updates on a range of topics to assist bursars and their operational teams. The most impending ones are the 28th of September for the Health and Safety and Estates Conference. Details can be found via the website. And then on the 1st of November, the HR Conference. Also details can be found on the website. Looking at webinars, we of course have one on the 15th of September from 11 till 12, Digital Strategy for Transformational Times, and the 19th of September from 11 till 12.30, Managing Investigations in Schools. And that's happening alongside Farah and Co. And that is the end of this BursaCast. Thank you very much for listening. Hopefully that's been useful. I'm aware there's lots and lots of information coming at you, but hopefully you can pause and have a cup of coffee and take it all in. Now, tomorrow, Friday, we have Zelo coming on to chat about their offerings to the sector, Transport Solutions et al. And then looking forward to next Friday, we're going to be hearing from Ben Collingwood discussing a number of the transgender issues and guidance and advice and generally just discussing around the subject so if that's of interest please do check back in next friday as always please do share these around members of your team if you think they'll find it useful subscribe if you haven't already so you never miss an update hopefully catch you tomorrow for the friday focus and until then farewell <laughs>